legendary. That was what they used to call me. That was my name. My title. My glory. Yeah, I was sick last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody back to Not What You Just Bored, episode 22. Um, I am back from being sick. Unfortunately, last week I was out with the old carnivore virus. Um, and I'll, actually, I just technically recorded this podcast, but my PC crashed before I was able to save it. So I lost it all. <laughs> so that kind of sucks, but... Either way, we're going to kind of, I'm going to go back into everything. So if it sounds like I've already said something, it's because I probably already did say something. <laughs> so, um, basically, the one thing I want to talk about was, um, yeah, Netflix is, so Netflix is adding a new, they're adding, a, they want to add a new tier to their subscription service. And the new tier is an ad tier. So I want to know what you guys think about this. I think it's a little ridiculous. Um, personally, basically, Netflix wants to kind of blame everybody except for themselves when it comes to the reason they're failing as a company right now. And it's not in the hands of consumers to me. It's not the only person at fault for Netflix's current status is them. It's because they keep throwing shit at the wall and hoping that something will stick, but it never does. <clears throat> so, you know, they, they keep green lighting all these bullshit shows that nobody wants to watch. And they're like, why is your viewership down? And their theory is that it's because everybody's sharing screens, uh, which just isn't true. Trust me, Netflix, when I say that if people are sharing screens, it's they're buying a higher tier subscription to share screens. Nobody's buying the one screen subscription and just having one screen. You know what I mean? They're buying a bigger tier subscription to share. You know, if I had a one tier, if I only had one screen, I would not be sharing my account. Because what if I want to watch Netflix and then somebody else, it, the, the person I'm sharing with also wants to watch, you know? And we pretty much have the same peak hours. So nobody's going to buy the one, you know, the one screen package. So they're still buying a bigger tier, right? But either way, you're not going to, you're not going to gain any more followers by what they want to do is they're trying to crack down on shared accounts because they think that's what the problem is. So they're, they're cracking down. They want to crack down on it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm guessing they're going to do it by IP or location. So if they notice you're using the same account, but it's showing the device that's using it, is it a different locale or location? Then that's going to trigger a red flag. I don't know. 
But all I know is that they're absolutely out of touch and they're going to lose a lot more people than they're going to gain by stifling people like this. So, I don't know. <clears throat> the, their idea is to add this um, other tier, which is... Uh, the other tier is the... the Like I said, the, the ad tier. So, they're going to try to crack down on account sharing by adding this new tier, which will be a cheaper option, but there's going to be ads. And I just think that's fucking ridiculous because honestly, it's you're not going to get people to go to your platform that way. Nobody wants to fucking watch ads while they are on a streaming platform. I, I, I even give Amazon prime shit for that. And the, the ads at the beginning of their movies, you can literally skip right away. So it's not that big of a deal. I still think it's bullshit, but at least you could just skip it, whatever. But I'm guessing with this subscription tier of ads, it's going to be more like YouTube, where there'll be mid-roll ads and, you know, they won't be skippable or they'll be skippable after 30 seconds or five seconds, you know. So, I don't know. I just, I think YouTube just, or sorry, uh, um, Netflix, rather, they need to just get their head out of their ass and and just realize what people want and people don't people don't want their you know their big stupid um like all these stupid shows like there's that one show that was like he's expecting it's about like a pregnant dude right it's like and it got like how many stars did it get i think it got I think it was like, it got like 2 out of 10, I think, on the ratings. And then like even Rotten Tomatoes, who's pretty woke, gave it like 60%. Uh, the the viewer score was 17%. Like, it's, it, it's all these weird, woke, stupid shows that they keep throwing money at. Uh, and then they keep canceling all their good shows. The shows that actually might stick around, you know? I always, people always say, you know, whenever you see that Netflix logo on there, on a show, like, meaning it's a Netflix original, that's almost like a fucking mark of death, that the show's either gonna suck ass, or it's gonna, you know, or it's gonna be stifled somehow, because honestly, like, as far as I go, I don't, I don't have my own personal, um, Netflix account, I was borrowing my friends, but Right now, I don't have any because I just I don't use it, and oh, excuse me, and I I used to use one, but I, I I really don't watch Netflix. The only thing I've watched re- recently is like, uh, The Witcher and. Uh, The Witcher animated show, which is kind of cool, Nightmare of the Wolf, and then, Cobra Kai. Like I like Cobra Kai. I think it's fun, <clears throat> but other than that, I don't really watch any of those shows. So. It, it's kind of useless for me. And when I see all like the weird woke shit they're doing, I, d- I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to it because I just don't think it's, I don't think it's a worthwhile use of my time. Uh, I'm much happier with Crave and uh, Amazon Prime. If they have a bunch of movies and a bunch of original series that are really good. So 
don't know. I thought that was stupid. Uh, you guys will have to weigh in on that one. Let me know what you think about that. Would you subscribe to a Netflix tier with ads? And having said that, that was also a segue to another topic, which was um, in it's similar in principle, but Sony and Microsoft are considering putting ads in video games now uh, in a in a watch to earn type model. So it's kind of like the <clears throat> I call it the mobile game model, where um, you know mobile games will always do that where they. Uh, where you know you need three crystals to progress in the game, and it's like, well, you can get two crystals from watching this ad. So you watch the thirty-second ad, and then you get you know your two crystals, and then you watch another ad. You get two crystals, and then you pay your three, and then you know you'll need more crystals later. So you keep watching ads, and essentially, it's just a way to get you to keep watching ads, so they keep making more ad revenue, and it's fucking. To me, it's malicious as shit because it's a slippery slope. Because it's going to get to the point where that's going to be the number one model. That's going to be, that's going to be all they're going to do. All they're going to care about is nickel and diming everybody, like to do this model. And I, I just personally, I think it's dangerous because I think it's, well, like I just said, it's a slippery slope. It's gonna be. It's gonna lead to the point where you're going to rely on that. Like, you know, maybe you're playing GTA five online and you need some more money and it's like, Oh, you can get a thousand bucks online by, you know, not playing the game. You can watch this little ad and there's going to be people, you know, just watching ads to get all the money, stuff like that. And I just, I don't like the mobile game. Uh, I, I don't like the market. I much prefer to just buy a game and then just to play my game. I like enjoying my game. That's it. I don't like the idea of ads being introduced or like a pay-to-win model. I fucking hate that shit. That drives me absolutely fucking nuts. And because like it's like I don't have time to sit there and watch 30 ads, you know? I just don't. You know, and there's so many people. A lot of people might support it and say, yeah, but it's all free. But it's like, yeah, but, you know, time is not free. And time is the only thing you can't get back. So, <clears throat> I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's, I don't know. That's all I really want to say on that. I don't know. What, what do you guys think about, like, what do you guys think about watching ads and games and, you know, watch to earn type models. Do you think they're bullshit like me? Because, yeah, I don't know. That's what I feel about it. I think it's fucking stupid. And I don't, I don't know. I I just, I see that mobile game loot, loot crate type shit. And it just cringes me out and I hate it. And I, I don't know if that's going to be a thing that comes out or if that happens, but. I just feel like we need to put a cap on that shit and fucking put. We need to put fucking Pandora back in the box. There's no more pay to win shit. But yes, the lost original podcast. <clears throat> there's some stuff that I might bring up next week because Ryan stuff. But um, the main thing I actually wanted to focus on now. It's going to be a shorter podcast now because 
it i, I just don't want to like i said the, the recording got screwed up i don't know it's fucking annoying because it was a pretty good podcast but i i just don't want to repeat myself the whole time but um the one thing i do want to talk about that i didn't really get into a whole lot yet because i kind of forgot i didn't write it down so i forgot about it but it's important to me so it's going to kind of be the main focus of the rest of the podcast um is something special happened on may 1st i'm sure you guys know what it is i'll give you a hint do 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 if you said Skyrim, you're wrong, and you feel ashamed of yourself. But no, <laughs> uh, Morrowind actually just turned 20 years old, if you can believe it, on May 1st. It was re- released originally on May 1st, 2002, way back in the day. And I just think that. It's just such a good game. I have to, if I had to choose like one favorite game in my whole life, it would have to be Morrowind. Like, and I just kind of want to show like my little retrospective on it and kind of take you guys back to the past. Not quite 20 years ago, because I didn't get it at launch. I got it, I got it about a year after and it would have been when all the expansions were out, so it would have been, yeah, it was probably directly a year, because I think the, ex- the expansion came out, Tribunal came out three months after the initial release, and then Blood Moon came out, I think, July the next year, something like that. But either way, that's pretty fast for DLC. But um, my story with Morrowind is a special one, because... It all happened like back in the day. I I was just hanging out after school as kids did. And I popped over to my buddy's house, Dylan. And he was sitting there playing with uh playing Xbox with another friend of ours, um, Evan. And I see they're playing this game and they're wandering around it. They were in third person at the time and they were playing as this uh cat person. I'm like, what the hell is this? And they're like, oh, this is Morrowind. I'm like, huh. And I'm like, why does your cat have white eyes? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're a vampire. And I'm like, what? I'm like, is this a game? I'm like, this is a game about vampires or something? And they're like, no, 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 no. We're, like, our character is a vampire because we got infected with the vampire disease. I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, you got infected with the vampire disease? And like, yeah. And and like, it was so fucking crazy to me. And they could jump really high and they're really quick. And it just, it was blowing my mind. Like how their character was acting and how nobody wanted to deal with them in the game. They, they... They were like, yeah, nobody, because we're a vampire now and everybody kind of knows it, nobody wants us to shop at their shops. Nobody will serve us. Anything like that. It was crazy. Like, the level of detail in this game. And I'm like, I'm like, where are you, right? I'm like, is this like a, is this a shop or something that you guys are in right now? And they're like, well, it was. It was the close the ear guy 
I think it was the guy just to the left as you enter Balmora. Uh, right past the Silt Strider on the left. There's the pawnbroker and then there's the armor shop and then in between there's like that one guy that's got like the bars he's got like the bar door behind his counter um i can't remember his name but it's a, i think it's a clausier or something but uh yeah they had they had murdered him anyway and they took his house and i'm like you could just take a guy's house they're like they're like yeah yeah you can pretty much do whatever you want in this game it's open world. You can walk around, do what you want. You can kill whoever you want. It'll let you know if you kill somebody important to the main story. So you can load your save if you, you know, if you want to continue your reign of tyranny and not kill somebody that's important. I'm like, wow. I'm like, this is inc- this game sounds incredible. And I'm like, what are I'm like, what are all those items? They're like, oh, that's just, that's the treasures and shit that we picked up along the way. And I'm like. You could just display it in the house. You could just drop it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Like, this game was just blowing my mind on so many levels. The amount of shit that you could do in it. Oh, excuse me. Fuck. But it was crazy to me that you could just go wherever you wanted. Take whatever you wanted. Take any house you wanted. There was so so much in-depth mechanics. They were already a vampire. So, like I said, there's a whole vampire mechanic that I got introduced to where, like, people in Morrowind, people will not interact with you. They want nothing to do with you, you know? But then there's a whole other quest line that you can go on where there's the vampire clans, and you can join one of the vampire clans where if you're a normal player, they would all be hostile to you. But since you're a vampire, you actually play, and you could join one of the vampire clans and do the quest line. Like, it's... I couldn't believe the amount of polish on this game. It was crazy. And it's kind of blowing my mind. And so we were going on a family trip out to Ontario for my American friends. That's uh, Eastern Canada. And the whole time I was on this trip, we were going out for a month and a half or so. Pretty much all a large chunk of the summer. And... I think it was a month, yeah. And, and we were going out there to visit my uncle and my auntie on their farm and kind of visit everybody and, you know, work around the farm while we were there too. And, you know, I was, you know, we were doing our chores or whatever and all that stuff. And then our uncle paid us quite modestly for our work, you know, because I was a cute kid and, you know, we didn't really deserve the money we got, like, for the amount of work we did, but... Yeah, that's how it is with kids, you know. You overpay them because, you know, they're just trying to help. So, either way, I had some some money, and we were strolling into I don't I don't know where it was. It was either Kitchener, Guelph, or Toronto. It would have been one of those places. But I remember we went out, and we were just in a in a mall, and I stopped in this video game store because I loved going to game stores. And what do I see on the shelf? But I see this little brown golden box. And it says Morrowind on the front. And I'm like, I didn't have an... I guess I should have said this before, but we didn't have an Xbox at the time. And that's what my friend was playing it on, was Xbox. And I don't know anything... I didn't know anything at the time about how, how things were released or whatever, you know? 
I just kind of was a dumb kid, really. I didn't really pay attention to what systems were, like what things were coming out for, you know. So I didn't know what was on PC, what was on um, Xbox exclu- exclusive or whatever. So when I saw the Morrowind there, I, I shit a brick. I was like, I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, that's the game. I'm like, that's the game that they were playing. Oh my God, that's so awesome. And it's on PC. I'm like, we have PC. We have PC at home. And I'm like, talk like an idiot. I just remember I'm like screaming and squealing in this game store. And I just see, yeah, this Morrowind box. I'm looking at the art and opening it up. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'm like, I really want to play this game. And then I'm like, I have to buy it. But then something happened also that was very unexpected that, um, that I never really expected to happen. And that was that I saw two other boxes right next to Morrowind. And they were called Tribunal and Blood Moon. And they were in the same font, same style looking cases. Tribunal was red. Blood Moon was gray. And I saw these two cases. I'm like, what are these? They look exactly like Morrowind. Same box style, same kind of um, font and everything. And then I, I opened them up and I was looking at them and they're like Morrowind expansion packs. So I'm like, holy shit. Not only did I find Morrowind in the wild for PC at home, but I also found two expansion packs for this game that I didn't even know existed because I was a fucking stupid kid. So I bought all three. And we still had probably another three weeks. Um, we still probably had another three weeks to hang out in Ontario. And the whole time, we had fun with family and friends, and we had good laughs and all that. But the whole time, all I could fucking think of was going home and playing Morrowind. That's all I was thinking of. I was obsessed. And I just, I was thinking about, like, like, like what what house I was going to ra- raid, uh, where I was going to live, how I was going to, uh, how I was going to decorate my house, what kind of lanterns I would have, what kind of character I want to do. Uh, did I want to be a spell type guy? Did I want to be stealth? Did I want to be a knight? Like I was just, that's all I, 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 I literally like slept and breathed, uh, Morrowind. At that time. And it was just such a special time. In my life. Like I. I really that's all I thought of. And then you know the day finally came. When you know we went home. We did our three day long. uh, You know drive home. And like I, like, I, I really can't undersell this how obsessed I was with Morrowind. Like literally every, almost every night before bed. And like, I'm pretty sure my my brother and sister got annoyed with me. Cause like every time before bed, I would, even though I had no way to play them yet, cause I was still in Ontario, I would go and look at those cases, the Morrowind case, the tribunal case. And I'd just study the manual. Do you guys remember doing that as kids? Like before the internet and stuff? 
when we actually like the excited part was like in depth uh, instruction manuals. And you just like, I just sit there and read them. I read shit and look at it. And I look at the pictures and look at the back of the box. Like, I probably could have verbatim told you what that whole box said from start to finish. Because I just read it so many times. I was obsessed. And then, you know, the whole way home, the whole drive home, three days, that's all I would do is just admire my games, admire them. And then the day came and I got home and I slapped those sons of bitches into the, um, into the PC. And then I, you know, I downloaded everything. I downloaded the expansion packs. I phoned my friends cause I was back home. We didn't have cell phones back then. So, you know, I phoned my friend and I'm like, dude, I got Morrowind and I got Tribunal and Blood Moon. Have you guys heard of those? They're like, what is that? I'm like, the Morrowind expansion packs. And like, oh my god, those aren't out. Because they didn't have those for Xbox. They didn't have those for Xbox until they had the Game of the Year edition. Which they released um, uh, quite a a ways after they released the Game of the Year edition. Can't remember when. But uh, that's when they released the expansion packs for Xbox. Um, But Either way, I was, like, hype, and I'm, like, downloading them, and I'm playing them, and I was just, like, having the time of my life, because everything I had planned for, like, the last month while I was in Ontario was coming to fruition. It was all, like, exactly how I was going to plan my guy. I was going to start out as, like, a mercenary around St. Anine, and I'd start doing some quests, find that dead Imperial officer. I found an axe in a tree stump. That made me fucking hyped up. Like a random axe that was just random loot that they hid. And that was the biggest, that's the biggest charm I could say about Morrowind is the hidden items. The way they hide them. Like Bethesda really had their shit together back then. They they knew how to make an engaging fantasy world full of shit to explore. It really was incredible. You know? It's not like the, the modern Bethesda titles or the modern games where... You kind of just piss your way through the story. And eventually you'll get the, the good gear by either crafting it or by, you know, in, in Oblivion's case, you just get a certain level and then all the bandits have Daedric armor, which makes no fucking sense. But that's uh, the way it goes, I guess. But, you know, that that's kind of the way it is. Um, But... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there, but yeah, it's like the way, the way Morrowind worked, everything that was good in the game, all the rare kind of stuff, it was always hidden. There was always shit that was hidden. And, and one of the first, one of the first decent swords, and it's so random. And this, this sword and the, People who have played Morrowind know exactly what I'm going to say. And because it, it's a very famous sword. But it's called the Sword of White Woe. And I'm sure a bunch of people just got their nostalgic dicks blown. Uh, and it was it's, it's in a random guard tower. A guard tower in Balmora. One of the first towns you visit. Right after Sedanine. You go down the fucking hill across. You watch Toriel fall from the sky. 
and then you go to Balmora, and then the top, I guess there would be Northeast Tower, if I'm getting my coordinates right. You go up to the t the middle or third floor of the guard tower, and there's a there's a um, a cabinet or like a like a clothing armor art. How do you call it? What do you call those armoires? Armoire? I don't know. The weird talking thing from Cinderella or from Beauty and the Beast. But you see this big armor or whatever, and it's got this fucking glowing sword on it because all the enchanted items glow in Morrowind. And you're like, what the hell's that? And then you're like, I want that. And it's you have to steal it. And there's a guard right there. But you can kind of position your character in such a way with the stealth mechanics that you can kind of st you can steal the sword right off the top. And it's if you look at the sword, it's it's obviously ebony. But if I remember correctly, it's a unique model. It's not the ebony longsword. Uh, it's actually a unique ebony, much like the umber sword. How it's a unique sword, but it's clearly made out of ebony. But it's big broadsword, and it's actually a fairly decent weapon. But it's just, it's just something you find hidden on top of a cabinet, in a random guard tower in a town, and it's kind of one of those things that it shows you what you're getting into. This is a game that rewards exploration. It rewards looking around. Checking every house, checking every nook and cranny. You might find some treasure. You might find a lot of bullshit too. But you never know. Sometimes you'll go in and, you know, maybe you'll find a wizard and he's dead. And you're like, what the hell? But then you'll find like a Daedroth or something. Some sort of a summon that ran amok. You know, a guy, you know, he summoned something that he couldn't bound. He was too powerful. So it killed him. You know, there's just all kinds of little scenarios you can find. And, and I'm not saying it doesn't exist in modern Bethesda games uh, like Skyrim. I'm not saying it doesn't because it does. There are some unique quests and there's some cool features. And there's also some pretty cool hidden items. But I think we could all agree that there's nothing quite like Morrowind. Here's the, the hidden items in Morrowind are just on a different level. And I also like the fact that it doesn't have level scaling. I like that the enemies are as difficult as they are in set place of the world. And there's certain areas where you shouldn't go early on because they're hard. Like Daedric Ruins, because that's obviously Daedra. And, you know, there's a whole kind of endgame area, which is the ghost, you know, ghost fence, ghost gate, right? The Red Mountain. It's all fenced in. And that's where a lot of blighted creatures are. And, you know, they've got blights, like diseases that they could pass to you. And it's, it's just the whole idea of it is so cool. <laughs> and I remember looking at the map. Like, that's a whole other facet to this is the Morrowind map. The map alone is fucking cool. You get this full detail, full color map of Vardenfell with the game. And, you know, having said that, they still did that. They did that with Oblivion and and Skyrim as well. They they released a map with the game as well. But there's something about that Morrowind map that 
it just had more detail into it. It had more stuff. And there's actually little secrets on the map. It's a physical map that comes with the game. But if you look at it, there are X's on the map. Like, if you have your Morrowind map with you right now, look at it. Take it out. Open it. You'll notice little X's on in certain areas of the map. And that actually that actually um, designates tre treasure. If you go to those coordinates in the game, you will find hidden treasure chests. Or something. Or an item. You know, you'll find something. Like, I can't remember any of them right now. But I know there's one that's like in the... By Saran, I think there's that uh, little lake to the east of it. I believe there's something in there. Like, there's there's a whole bunch of secrets that they don't... Like, it, it's not something that's implied. But if you look at the map, it's up to you as a player to decide, hey, this is a map of the world. Why is there little X's on it, you know? And that adds more immersion to it. Because I remember in the early days of playing Morrowind, I would have, you know, I'd be playing Morrowind, but I'd also have my map on my computer desk with me to look at. Because it would help me navigate the world. Because not everything was marked out. You know, it t for something to be marked out, it had to be either a major city, or you had to get it marked on your map by an NPC, or you had to actually already have been there. So, it was pretty cool uh, just to see the amount of detail they put into it. You know, when it comes to just a simple map, it's that's something they didn't need to do. They didn't need to do that. But they did it, and they added that to the game, and I just think that's super cool. And, like, honestly, I, I could, I literally could gush about this game all fucking day. Because it's just, it's so good. And I, I would recommend anybody to just, you know, pick it up. It's pretty it's pretty cheap. It's probably like 10 bucks on Steam or something. It's not that expensive. Uh, it's just, it's a great adventure. And I'm not a big mod guy. But I if you're worried about how it looks or something like that, there are always lore-friendly mods that you can download that'll make it, uh, you know, easier to bear. So, I don't know. There's, like I said, there's always a way. There's always a way around, right? You don't have to play the vanilla game. In fact, I would actually encourage people that are playing Morrowind for the first time to, you know, add some of those. You know, don't add any stupid mods. But uh, that's one of my main things to stay away from mods. I don't like. I don't like stupid mods, but I'm okay with like. Like I said, lore-friendly mods, like better bodies, uh, better draw distance, you know, HD texture pack. Totally cool. I just don't, I don't like stupid mods where it's like, add the Halo Assault Rifle to the game. <laughs> but even though as a kid I did fuck around with that a little bit, after I was done with the base game at the time, I, you know, I screwed around with some of the stupid mods like there's one where i had yeah the master chief armor in the game and the assault rifle and i think there's the final fantasy 7 weapons they had like all of cloud's weapons in there like the buster sword and stuff 
<laughs> they had the I, I remember in particular they had uh, Sephiroth's uh, Masamune Masamune. That's how you say it. But yeah, there there are some fun mods to fuck around with. But I think everybody for the first time should just you know keep it lore friendly, and you know just get immersed in the world. And I th- I think I think you'll have a good time. I uh yeah like the the first time I played that and I remember I didn't put it down for like over a year and I think during that time uh yeah like a couple of years after I got huge into Warcraft so that pretty much took over my life and then you know I played obviously Oblivion when it came out and I loved that game but like for a long time they're like Man, Morrowind was my life, and I love that game so, so, so much. And even though I love Oblivion a lot, too, and then, you know, I liked Skyrim when it came out. I thought it was good. Like, I played Skyrim a lot. Don't get me wrong. I played it a fuck ton, but I always found myself going back to Morrowind and Oblivion to have, like, really good times because they just... I know Oblivion's goofy because it has the goofy character mods and stuff, but there's still something like so fucking charming about that game. It was just so fun, and the physics were so fun that it was just a really good game too. So, but we'll have to wait till 2026 to talk about the 20th anniversary of that game. But for right now, I just wanna, again, this is probably gonna be a really short podcast now because, unfortunately, I did have a long hour and probably 20 minutes that I had recorded, but it got lost here. So I'm going to have to figure out something's going on with my PC. My PC keeps randomly resetting itself. Like, I don't know what the fuck it's doing, but it's starting to piss me off. Cause I think it has something to do with windows 11. So I don't know either way. I'm going to have to figure it out, but I do want to thank everybody who's um, stuck around watching the podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, some of these episodes have been shorter, and I know, like, I know I was, I was sick there for quite a while last week. That was brutal. Unfortunately, I did miss that week because I had the old Rona, but I just, yeah, I was I was way too knocked out to do the podcast. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I could, but people probably wouldn't want to. I, I'm no, I normally sound like I'm half comatose. Let alone if I'm fucking got body aches out the ass and can barely breathe. I'd probably be like, "They, it's not worth your guys' time anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we should be back to weekly now. Ryan will be back next week. And yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on what's going on. So thank you guys for watching and go play Morrowind if you haven't. Uh, it's definitely worth your time. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all social media. Links are in the description below. Um, I'm I want to figure out what's going on on my PC, of course, but I might be streaming Morrowind or something like that on Twitch.tv/slash Code Manliness. So don't forget to tune in for that. If not Morrowind, I will be streaming something else for sure, but. Um, I just kind of do that sporadically whenever I have time, uh, whenever the moment jumps out at me and 
yeah, don't forget to watch the Houster. He's still finishing Resident Evil. I think he just finished Resident Evil Five with with Sas Kyle, so he's probably moving on to Resident Evil Six. So don't forget to check out his Twitch too. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a great week.